Unchained State, where we are throwing our first ever live event summer extravaganza with musical guests, the Black Eyed Peas. It turns out they have a conflict. Pitbull. He canceled. Jennifer Lopez. Her manager said maybe, probably not. Selena Gomez. After some consideration, apparently it's not the most strategic career move for her right now. Maroon 5! I texted, but I didn't get a reply, so maybe they blocked me. Ariana Grande. Her manager just laughed into the phone. And that guy who plays the banjo on the beach every Saturday evening. $6 mojitos. $12 if you want them with real mint. Bring your kids. We also have a petting zoo. Or leave your kids at home so you can pet each other. We love beaches, sand, sunburns, umbrella fights, and beach balls. We'll have them all there. We also love beaches and balls. We're going to have pickup trucks with those weird truck nuts, those weird like plastic testicles that attach to your license plate. We'll be giving them out swag. I just saw one of those for the first time the other day. I wasn't sure if the right testicle was hanging lower than the other one. VIP passes to our Samba tent. Well, we'll be teaching free Samba classes to anyone under 44. Dog giveaway. Bring your dogs, enter them to win in a raffle. Got a dog that's a fucking pain in the ass every time you're trying to concentrate on your creative pursuit? Bring them in, we'll get rid of them for ya. Sick of Coachella, can't make it out this year to Ultra? Electric Daisy Carnival? Come to our Summer Spectacular, where everyone gets a free taser. Free shark surfing rides. Free sharks, take them home. Cause we're not gonna keep them. That is a huge hassle and expense I don't need right now. You're damn right about that. Bottled water, also water from the tap. Porta potties that have no water. Bring your own wet wipes. Vitamin water, just 40 bucks. Vitamins, but for people who are over 55, so they're more like Centrum Silver, once a day for her, bone support health. Crush them and do lines with them. It'll be so hardcore. I'm also like, Camilla, I'm reconsidering. This is a lot, and this is just like a to-do list. I'm just going down the list of things that we said were doable. I know. Oh, did we it's... Did we pick a date? July is there, fourth weekend, or is it too much competition? Um, no, I think we got it. We got to bring it. It's gonna be. It's got to be a three day extravaganza to to get all this in. Oh, I thought this was a six day extravaganza. Right. You know, where the the two days will will front load it. You know, with a couple warm up days, and then the big event is over the weekend. Okay. I think I, well, if it's too to much, there's like the one sharks. thing we can scrap. Like, do you think we should downgrade from like sharks to barracudas or something? Oh, God, this is like, I'm also thinking, what if this is an insurance nightmare? Because we did invite a lot of kids. I don't completely want to take the element of danger out of it, you know? I mean... Well, right, because how are we going to compete with the gathering of the juggalos? <laughs> are the 
are the dogs that we're asking people to bring in going to be vetted? Like, do you think there might be some rabid ones in there that brings a little bit of an edge to the event? Part of me thinks that we should require them to be up to date on all their shots, but also part of me is like, hey, I don't want to leave any dogs out. Dogs are great. Yeah, then there's a question of actually who let them out. Right. Also appearing, Baja Men just announced. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else that you feel? If you feel overwhelmed, we can cut out something else. I think what we else? should just scrap it. What are we doing? Well, how are we going to draw attention to our podcast then, other than with this event extravaganza? I thought this was our big plan to reach oh a wider audience and like explode really onto the, the South Florida scene. Okay, let's table this discussion. The summer spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only May. We, I mean, we started early because we were like, hey, there's a lot of questionably legal substances we have to put in one place. So mm. we'll just table it. And I guess we got to stop the pre-sale for the VIP shark tent and, I don't mm. know, come back to this? It wasn't really a tent. It was a cage. Oh, God, now I got to book a cage? Does this mean I have to cancel all of the scuba equipment as well? Well, you just have it in your garage, right? I had to put down like a 3% on that. I don't think I'm going to get it oh, back. Oh, I have a pod. Like, I just rented a pod. Okay. I don't think they're going to give me my deposit back. A pod, like... I, the eye kind or the portable storage unit oh i see they come to your house and they drop it off and it is just it's full of sand at this point okay because i thought we might need extra sure yeah where'd you get it from because there's no sand available for purchase in south florida anymore deerfield. so it gets like um, i scooped it out of deerfield beach oh god but you know it's like african sand actually what does that mean it means that the beaches in South Florida have been eroding for some time, so we're, like, buying sand from third-world countries now. All right. Summer Spectacular is canceled. Thanks for your interest, guys. It's just too much. Maybe next year. <laughs> what are we going to do about the two tickets that we've sold? Well, who bought them? What was our refund policy? Jim and your mom, right? Yeah, I but... I think you might just have to take them out to brunch. But this is, like, a... This is separate... This is not like my personal life and my, you know, events planning life. The twain do not intersect. Oh. So I want to be professional about how we communicate with them. Maybe like some kind of letter that's like notarized or something. Oh, with, interesting. With like a written apology. But we also need to have some kind of like settlement, you know. Like a fiscal settlement or just like, yeah. oops, sorry, our bad. Love the Sunshame State. P.S. Rain subscribe on iTunes. I feel I'll, like that's enough. I'll draft it right now. I'll draft something with my lawyer. and. Um, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, we do I'll, want this to legally withstand any scrutiny. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Well, let's just chalk that up to a great idea mm-hmm. on paper. Certainly a great idea when we're spitballing. Maybe we'll <sighs> give it two months and we'll revisit it. Yeah, I, I can't say that I'm not disappointed. Maybe it can be like a fall festival when the leaves are changing color. <gasps> then we can have more cider. Okay, great. Yeah. Maybe it'll be the fall festival. Mm-hmm. Okay. When the pumpkins start growing. Yes. When the pumpkins start growing. <laughs> All right. Well, more show. After a quick break. So, Mother's Day is coming up. <gasps> Mother's Day. 
El Día de las Mamacitas. I think you're confusing with Cinco de Mayo, which was the Spanish language holiday that just passed. Oh, yeah. It doesn't carry over the Spanish thing through the rest of the week, though. It's just like the oh, one really? day extravaganza only. Who, who are we kidding? People, they extend it over the weekend, whichever weekend it abuts. But, um, sure. And yeah, as a white some... person, I recognize Cinco de Mayo for its celebration of fajitas and also... Mm. Chihuahuas. Yeah, like Chihuahuas, little Mexican hats. Yes. Very important. And uh, extremely oversized goblets for margaritas. And margaritas! Right? This is like a really rough week for me every year. It's just very like l- laden with stuff. Oh, because really? the 1st of May is my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. May 4th. This year was a low-key one. Yes. I like to alternate. Mm-hmm. Now the pressure is on for next year. Yeah. Well... We still have our summer spectacular. It's in the rough planning stages, but May 1st, 2016 could be Haven't perfect. you heard? No. The summer spectacular is out. Oh. You put the kibosh on it like a few minutes ago. Yeah, I just like if I had a year, though, it could really be a summer spectacular. Okay, I got it. So you're, it's it's off for this year, but it might be on again next year. Yeah. Once we've rallied the, the resources and all that. Yes. Okay, yeah, sure. Then we have uh, May the 4th be with you. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you Which do anything is, special this year? Um, I just, uh, I watched you Put on the, your Darth Maul makeup. I watched the... <laughs> Went into the middle of the street that and is said, quite the no one job. loves me. I need to have like little, like, little like bunions all over yeah. my head. He had like little so horns like, to yeah. really drive home the uh, Jesus analogy, I guess. I don't know. Jesus? Yeah, because he's like the devil, right? Oh. So he's red and black. Okay. And then, doesn't somebody die? Doesn't he slay Qui-Gon Jinn? Oh, wow. You just pulled that name out. Like, <laughs> like it's right there. I, I it's, like, it's unfortunate. I, are you really, like, so fluent with the, with the, like, the Star Wars canon? The like, names can you, can irk you? me so much, they <laughs> stick in my craw. I just can pull them out whenever I need them. What irked me more about Qui-Gon Qui-Gon Jin. Remember, they had all of the little rat tails and like Ooh, bad ponytails, yeah. and that just that just made me. Angry. That was the thing that bothered me the most about the prequels. Is that correct? <laughs> How like, many micro braids were present? <laughs> like that is not suitable hairstyle for desert life. Ah, uh, don't you I, think? Um, yeah, I you guess. want it like high and tight. Yeah. You don't want all that sand blowing in there. Yeah. And getting in the little, like, braided strands. Yeah. <laughs> but you did get your May the 4th on, which is Star Wars Day. If you don't know that, you're a nerd. You're listening to a podcast. Mm. You knew this, but. I watched the teaser to the preview. Yes. Teaser, a.k.a. Here's mm. what some of the props and wardrobe are going to look mm. like before we put the CGI splash over everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is. Different from a preview? How? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I guess it doesn't give away any major plot points, which is what a preview does these days, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. You tell me. So I just watched the teaser over and over and over again, and I analyzed it, and I wrote about it extensively on my... um, Blog. Yeah. Your Jar Jar Binks blog? Yes, on my starbores.tumblr.com. Oh, starbores. And that's... uh, B-O-R-E-S, not B-O-A-R-S, which would be pretty cool, actually, right? (laughs) That's what's going to happen in this new one. You're going to be like, okay, they've gotten the Ewoks out of their system. Surprise, Star (laughs) Wars. 
<laughs> I would actually really enjoy that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, their language. I mean, this thing would be even louder and more obnoxious than Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca will be like, and this thing will be like, which is the standard boar sound, right? I picture them being like farmed for their meat, like space pork chops. <laughs> so that's the plot. They have to go to a far, far away yeah. planet, which is like Georgia, basically. like To make galaxy barbecue available. It's just the stakes are so high in these new ones. Cloned boars. Yeah, the clone boars. Yummy! So that's a huge thing for you, obviously. Well, that's a huge thing for me. And then you have Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Which, as you know, is the famous Mexican holiday during which... Um, which you put a sprinkle of mayonnaise on everything that you eat. Correct. Sprinkle de mayo. And the reason that is, is because the French um, came over in the, I don't know, the 12th century B.C., Oh. And they conquered Mexico temporarily. And what they did was they took like a bunch of corn tortillas um, and they Yummy. slathered them with mayo. Gross. Which, exactly. And that's exactly what the Mexicans said. Yeah. They weren't having it. Mm-mm. They're like, what we want on here is some chopped up tomatoes with cilantro. A little bit of like lime juice, salt, pepper to taste. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, onions, of course, yes. a little bit of garlic, you know, a depending, sort of jalapeno, protein. peppers, yeah, exactly. Like, but none of this mayo bullshit. That's not going to work. Keep your egg product away from my tortilla-based meal, right? I've had to say that to many people in my lifetime, keep your egg product away from my tortilla meal. Yes. And it always goes over in a violent way. That's because you're also saying it in Mexico, which is, uh, no quiero tus huevos, in mi tortilla, which means keep your testicles away from my corn pancake. Sure. Yeah. Which is important yeah. to make clear when you're visiting a Spanish-speaking country. It's very, very funny that egg in Spanish also means testicle. I love it. Yeah. It's <laughs> so hilarious. I, kind of my favorite thing yeah. about Spanish. <laughs> because this is what happened. The, the Mexicans then, you know, they were already annoyed that the French were slathering mayo on everything. Wait, quick and question. Then, yeah. Pollo penis? Just chicken. Close. It's close. It's one letter off. Poya. Poya means penis. Okay, I feel like that's just... It's very easy to confuse them. I know. That's just making it tricky. It's a female chicken. Mm, (laughs) You guys are just... You're toying with us now, aren't you? (laughs) Uh, Stop toying with our huevos. So, then they... The Mexicans are annoyed already, right? Yeah. There's mayo on everything now. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. And and then they say, the Mexicans say, what is this made of? Uh, And the French say, huevos, oofs, huevos. And the Mexicans retort, no, fuck you, balls to you. Oh. And the French are like, les oofs, les oofs, et les les oils uh, d'olive. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then the Mexicans say, no, you leave. Oh my god, this was just completely lost in translation. And uh, there was a big to-do, a big war, lots of spears were thrown, because that's, that's what they had back then. In 12th century BC, is that Vikings? What do we call them? We call them, it's like the civilization that Visigoths. precedes the Aztecs. So it's maybe like, that... You know how the Celts Toltecs? are like old school irish people yeah and like huns are like old school like mongolian mm-hmm. a- pan-asian russo-asian mm-hmm, right. okay. people 
So what? who are the early French? The Franks? Yeah. The Franks? Is that what they are? Well, that's... I got excited. That's like, they were bit... hot dog people. I don't know why I got so excited. It's kind of interesting that, yes, they didn't end up... You know, the Frankfurter is not a French thing. It's a German thing. Yeah. Because Frankfurt but and I all mean, that. But, right. But, no, but this is, like, way before then. So this is before even... This is when all the peoples were brown. Like the same shade of brown. Oh. Like they still hadn't spread out long enough for the different sure, colors. Sure. This is pre-racial. Oh. It's also where we're trying to get to again, where like like America in the near future, right? Where nobody's going to be white anymore. Everybody's yeah. going to be shade of brown. So that's how it was before then. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that wasn't the cause of dispute. This was not a racial dispute. This was mayo-based animosity. That sounds accurate. Yeah. So that's what we celebrate in Cinco de Mayo. It's the victory of... Um, Everyone, the... please edit Wikipedia accordingly. Hmm. We just want to make sure that everything's up to date over there and historically accurate. And so, what is else that... is going on this week? Um, Mother's, Mother's Day, Day. Yeah, right? Sunday. Oof. Is it always the first Sunday of May? She asked, as though she'd never had a mother before this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never know when it is, but I just keep my eye on that uh, that Target. Card yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. The greeting card section at Target. You never want to miss a holiday. That's how Keep you know what time of year it is. <laughs> it's always strategically placed near the entrance, so just make sure you always walk by it. So you're like, oh, there's Santa. I guess Christmas is coming around the corner. That's true. Because we don't have seasons here, of course. So really the only way to tell our sundial is the Target advertising banner when you enter the store. So my mom, instead of gifts or cards, she wanted me to attend a ceramics pottery class. Oh, how with wonderful. Her, and I hate it. It's oh. the worst. Okay. <laughs> I hate it so much because it's everything I don't care for. It is large blocks of clay being formed into weird, like, pinch pots is a word that we mm, use okay. that I hated. And What is it that you, that you dislike so much about them? Just that pretty much the combination of sounds, pinching and pots, I just don't care for it. And we had to make them. Okay. And then then you have to wait because they have to go in the kiln. And then when you get them back, you're like, I hate this. And then it's like, wait, you're not done. Now you have to paint this ugly thing that you hate. (laughs) So it's just been like. glaze. Yes. We put the glaze on it. And then it gets fired again, and I'm like, oh, I still have to hang out with this thing. And now we're working on the wheel. I had my first training sesh with the wheel, which is, of course, if you've seen the movie Ghost, you know everything there is to know about pottery. You don't need Mm. to take this class. (laughs) But we're working on that now, and my mom is super excited, and that's why we're even doing this. But I can say safely here, because she does not listen, as we've established, she does not care for our podcast. <laughs> She's more of a Mark Marin girl. Um, oh. No, not really. So we're, we don't have enough uh, enough grudges that we're trying to settle? Yeah, we're not the... edgy enough. We're not enough blues guitar at the end of our podcasts okay. for my mom. She Probably not enough raspy, like, cigarette and booze-infused voices, maybe? No, just congested because allergies. Yeah. <laughs> for me, anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm learning the wheel. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. I'll probably hate it. So the good news is I'm not an artisan. Good news. <laughs> okay. Well, um, as I'm sure you're perfectly aware of, 
but my mother is a ceramics artist. Yes, and I actually have seen her work, and it's amazing. And not that I don't enjoy ceramics looking at them. I just know me, my unique skills are not best applied. <laughs> Pinching pots and then spinning them on wheels. Like, I can just, it's not for me. You know, and that's what makes the world so great. But Spice. I'm sure you've, uh, you've met some delightful people, like your classmates. Have you met some Very wonderful new friends? Very creative, middle-aged women. <laughs> No, they're all, like, really sweet, which is what makes it so hard, because, like, they just want you to love ceramics so much, and I'm just like, you guys, I'm hanging in here because I paid for the six-week experience, but mm. <laughs> I'm not loving anything. I did enjoy glazing. That was kind of fun and okay. meditative. Just keep painting it. Sure, you're going to need to put three coats on it if you want it to look glossy, so... Oh, boy. I see. What techniques are you using? Are you using, you know, Mediterranean, Japanese, some other kind of Asian techniques? Um, it's my own blend okay. of just me and a really thick paintbrush that you would give maybe like a preschooler who's still putting their mm -hmm. hand-eye motor skills together. <laughs> so just me stroking my weird little pot and... What are you going to do with it when you're done? Probably throw it out, to be totally honest with you. Uh, it's been an experience, but it's not one that I've loved. <laughs> Please bring it here. I feel like we need it here in the studio. Yeah. To, it's as a reminder, so ugly. As a reminder of, like, creative goals yeah. achieved, not perfected, but, you know, you tried. Uh -huh. Allison has the power to create, but she also has the power to destroy, which is what it will be a reminder of. Is your mom enjoying it? Oh my God, she loves it. That's all that matters. She though, loves it so it? much. And she's extremely productive. Like, she made four pinch pots in the session. They're like two and a half hours, and I made two, and I hated both of them, and I was like, I don't want to ever see these again. And my mom was like, I'm moving on to number four. Like, she was so into it. Do so you think this is good. a metaphor for motherhood? Like, your mother is happy producing these, like, childlike mm. uh, works of art. They're sort of metaphors for children. And then you hate the things that you're making that are coming out from within <laughs> you from, from your creative being. Mm, foreshadowing the type mm. of mamacita I would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like, do you think you would be, like, super critical of whatever babies you have, not be happy with how they turn out, oh and God, at some yeah. point try to, like, shatter them against the pavement? <laughs> oh, God. Not that far, but I'd probably uh, be one of those, like... Of one of those, like, 60s society women moms who, mm -hmm. like, shame their children into eating disorders by withholding their approval. <laughs> that, that would be, like, the type of mom I would strive to be. Just, like, an icy Blythe Danner type. Uh-huh. Oh, Gwyneth, you're trying your best, Gwyneth. <laughs> oh, poor Gwyneth. I love Gwyneth. No apologies, no regrets. <laughs> Is she still glooping? Looping? Glooping. Oh, I'm sure. Has she gotten, like, is that how she's getting through the pain of the the, the actual, like, relationship? What was that? Hiatus or... Uh, Conscious uncoupling. Yeah. It's now become a de facto divorce. Yes. Yeah. It was, you know, when they were breaking up, it was like, we're consciously uncoupling. It's going to be fine. And now it's a divine divorce situation. <laughs> mm. Oh, Gwenny. But you saw your mom recently, so... It feels hey fairly recent. Yeah, it was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. 
and I remember you played in the sand and did some nature activities and I don't recall playing in the sand <laughs> I think she left her swimsuit here and I made my own assumptions <laughs> that you guys went to the beach and frolicked in the sand <laughs> as one does with your mother. Yeah. We like to reenact scenes from beaches. I play the Bette Midler part. Of course. She plays the um, Barbara Hershey Do you role. sing Wind Beneath My Wings? Absolutely. Okay. What would be the point? And the rest of the soundtrack. And as well. the rest of the soundtrack. Under the boardwalk. God, it's been years. Down by beaches. the sea, the sea. On a blanket with my baby is where I'll be. That's what's playing when they meet, remember? Um, God, it's been a really long time. Yeah, Barbara Hershey's like run away from her stodgy family. Mm -hmm. And she she looks under the boardwalk and she finds Bette Midler, who's like, come here. Mm. She's already like a brash eight-year-old. <laughs> Barbara Hershey's really not supposed to be hanging out Demure. with such a ragged female from a questionable background. But, Bloody. But their relationship blossoms, their friendship one for the ages. There was a lot of, like, girl power movies around that time, but also cancer movies. Like, nobody was making out of a girl power friendship movie alive. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's very obvious that female and female relationships are destructive. So you either end up driving off a cliff together, stealing the other person's man. Or their identity, single white female style. Absolutely, yeah. Which is my friendship killer of choice, just, you know, completely co-opting someone's identity. <laughs> Personally, I think, like, stealing their baby and pretending it's yours because you'd be a better mom. Ugh. Like uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Oh my That's god, it. I haven't seen that one in a long time either. Mm -hmm. You are helping me load up my Netflix queue and I love it. So what are some Florida-specific mother-daughter, mother-son activities one could... Okay, other than frolicking in the sand, as we've, yes. we've established. Frolicking in the sand is, of course, your Mother's Day plans. But what if people had their own that didn't include sand? One of the things you could do is, like, share the steering wheel. Here's a great bonding experience. So have one of your hands on the steering wheel and then your mom has one of her hands on the steering wheel as well. And then you go for a joyride on I-95. Now, is it cooperative in the way that a three-legged race would be or is it competitive in the way that everything with my mom is? <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on the family dynamic then. I think the end result is going to be pretty similar. But um, Isn't it weird? I feel the need to say, just kidding, mom, even though I know you're not listening. <laughs> So in, you, in your case, um, would it be like yanking one way, yanking the other way, hitting yeah. the brake, hitting the accelerator? She's kinda. much more of like a back road scenic route kind of person. And I'm more of like, okay, if we just take I-95, we can get there in so I like your mom already. Time. Yeah, I'm much more of a like, Google Maps calculated this route and the less amount of time will be to go this way. And I'm like... Google Maps, I need the option for the scenic route. I need to avoid highways, avoid tolls, not avoid ferries, because that's avoid kind of scenic. Avoid streets. I need to avoid streets with more than, <laughs> like, two lanes in either direction. Keep me on the dirt roads. I need to avoid streets where I will see poor people's houses at any point. Ooh. I need to avoid streets that are devoid of lush vegetation. I need to avoid streets that are more than 200 feet away from any kind of body of water. Ah, 
and I need to avoid streets that um, don't have a conveniently located gas station with a clean bathroom every 30 miles or so. It's very specific. Yeah, but those options are not yet available in Google. No, I don't know. Maybe in the next update. What else can you do with your mom? You could go to a doctor's office and steal his prescription notepad and then forge his signature. Mm. And then you have unlimited, essentially, supplies of Oxycontin. Something you and your mom could do. That's called the Florida medication vacation. But I already have unlimited supplies of Oxycontin, which I've been like hoarding for our summer extravaganza. And now I have nothing to do with them because they'll, I don't know, do they expire? Will they still be good next year? I feel like if you mix them properly, it's going to be fine. Can I freeze them? Yeah. Oh, can I put them into in one of those bags and like suck all the air out oh, with a yeah. vacuum? What are those called? The I don't know, but I recently food used saver. one. Food saver. I recently used one for the first time ever. Did you enjoy it? It was very enjoyable. We were watching this like... Did the food stay, stay good? It was actually a mattress pad. Oh, yeah, that's also what they use them for. They use mm. them. This is not sponsored yeah. in any way. I'm just really excited about this infomercial. It was very exciting. They use them to like cram pack suitcases full mm -hmm. of clothes. That's right. They suck the air out of the clothes. Yeah. Do they get all wrinkly? In the commercial, it all looks like very flat and tidy. In this case, it looked more like, I don't know, some kind of geo, what do you call those maps? Those like 3D maps of the Himalayas or something. Oh, <laughs> Lots of textures. <laughs> Lots of textures. Like, they're like spiky parts sticking up all over the place. That's pretty funny. Well, that's great. You could food save all of your clothing with your mom and then eventually have to unpack it all because what are you going to wear tomorrow, the day after Mother's Day? I don't know. <laughs> it's a great place to store your drugs. Yeah. In a pillowcase in one of those. I feel like, I don't know, somebody can call in and let us know on this, but like... I feel like pillowcase is probably a common place to s put your drugs. More common than a bag in, in your butt? Probably not as, but I would think maybe like if this was family feud, it would be like number three or four on the board of most common places to stash your drugs. <laughs> That's another thing that you could do. You could beach comb. Oh. Looking for like little baggies of drugs that have washed up. Maybe thrown overboard by panicked partiers being harassed by the Coast Guard. Syringes, um, tar patches. These... You might you might find the personal belongings of like people who've, whose boats have flipped over. Which on would their you way rather the freedom of the United States. step in while frolicking on the sand? Would you rather step in a small sand dollar jellyfish or a huge goop of tar? From somebody's cigarette residue? No, I actually, I just looked this up. The secret of editing. Ooh. <laughs> I had to Google it, though. But when I was younger, I remember, like, I would get tar stuck on my feet. And, like, for non-beach people, it's, like, it's literally tar that gets stuck on your feet. It's, like, sticky little, like, black splotches. And I had to Google it because where does the tar on the beach come from? That's not seagull poop? No, it's not seagull poop. It is tar. It tastes like seagull poop. You should not be eating it. Not advised. <laughs> it is apparently natural seepage from um, oil wells underneath the ocean. Okay, but this is what Chevron wants you yes, to think it our is. our friends at They're Chevron. They're very adamant that they are in no way responsible for these clumps of tar you're finding on the beach. And pro tip, 
And a throwback, you can use mayonnaise to get it off your feet. That is 100% accurate, <laughs> and it's what I used to do when I was little, and they would dry, and then you'd be stuck. You'd get sticky stuff on your feet, so. You know, if you'd asked me a few years ago, I would have been like, good, I'm glad to hear that mayo has some use. I was mm -hmm. really anti-mayo for a long time, uh -huh. because I thought it was a weird, artificial thing invented in the United States that had no actual ingredients that were known to nature mm. and then one day i heard like somewhere in passing like maybe a conversation on the subway i was probably going to brooklyn and somebody was maybe making artisanal mayo or something Ew. and they were saying sounds questionable yeah, so i'm going to you know i'm gonna make my own mayo tonight like i'm gonna i got my like uh, farm fresh like free range organic eggs mm. you've got your corsican olive oil i got is the, it uh, farm fresh organic free range oil uh, yeah just checking. The tree was totally unoppressed. Okay, I'm okay. just checking, Germanthony. Uh -huh. You don't have to be angry. I'm feeling like this is very problematic. Okay, Jemila Um, What else is in mayo? We've got some spices that are responsibly harvested okay. by well-dressed uh, children in in the one of those countries over there where they worship cows. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's going to be my mayo. And it blew my mind because I'm like, that's what mayo is? Mm. Eggs? Huevos? <laughs> and now I'm okay with mayo. Yeah. And now I, I really, I relish <laughs> an organic mayo. I buy this mayo that's like all natural ingredients as mm -hmm. previously discussed. And uh, there's one that actually has a little bit of a kick, some additional spice. Ooh. My Latin lemonase. Lemonase? Mm, yeah. It's got a little lemony That's interesting. twist to it. Do those ingredients gel? Do they marry? It's delicious. Do they marry? That yeah. is such a cute way to put that mm -hmm. when everything settles and they have like an oily top part <laughs> and a gross thick bottom part. Do they marry? <laughs> and I have Publix to thank for introducing me to, to this phenomenal product. I'm more of a mustard girl. Mm. I'm okay with mustard. But it's just a personal, it's choice it's you know it's what makes you american and yeah free. isn't this what this country is all about like yes a huge range of condiments yep you cannot find this many condiments anywhere else in the world and freedom and guns mm -hmm. question mark also guns freedom to slather your guns with condiments and lick them what is more yeah. american <laughs> like slathering hellman's Mm -hmm. All over your... Um... I feel like just pick your favorite gun out of your arsenal and then make that your mayo gun because you don't want to, you know, Fuck taint it. all of your guns. One of them is covered with queso, the other one with mayo, the other one with ketchup, of course. Right. But you also want to get like that semi-automatic rapid fire, you know, for when you're hunting for sport. <laughs> and what are you going to put on that? What's the right condiment? For a semi-automatic rifle. Mm, what something vinegar-based. Okay. So it has that slip. So what have we got, like? Maybe a vinaigrette dressing of some sort. Okay, but that doesn't sound very American to me. No, perhaps not. you got to make it fat-free. Okay. Which means you've completely Barbecue eliminated sauce? all... There you go. Does it's that a have... good one, right? Yeah, if it's... if it's Which is the more vinegary one, like uh, Texas? Mm, I it's don't not, know, actually. It's not KC. Barbecue sauce that has more vinegar in it. Jim? <laughs> Should I pause? Jim? All right, I consulted with Jim, and uh, he he told me that it's the Carolinas. He had a secret cabal Yeah, he, he could have said the South. Sauce. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, automatic weapons and uh, barbecue sauce from the Carolinas. That seems to go well together. Yes. Yeah. Have you had sriracha sauce? I have. Sriracha. Yeah, sriracha is very controversial because it is stinks it up the town that... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it was just invented by a hipster. Oh, maybe. But it stinks up the, the entire town that it's in, according to some grumpy residents. Oh, There's a whole well, controversy. Isn't that the thing, though, that, like... You get your town economically pers- pos- prosperous, prosperous, po- mm. phosphorus, yes, right? phosphorus. Yes, economically. That's, com- that's what the complaint is. They say they foresty. feel all this phosphorus is getting in their eyes. They're glowing in the dark, and which is then, totally cool. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. And then you're like, ugh, I hate gator ribs. They're the worst. They taste gummy. And then you're like, oh boy, that's <laughs> what made our town great. Allison, I think there's some really great practical suggestions of things to do with mom on uh, on Mother's Day. But if you, the listener, have any other ideas, hey, drop us a line at sunshamestate at gmail.com or call us on our infamous, infamous for its silence. I know. You guys know you can call us, right? Don't You're just going to leave it's a free. message. It's fine. It's totally, utterly free. Yeah, it's free. It costs nothing. Maybe they don't know the number. Maybe they're having a hard time remembering the number. Oh. Maybe because nobody can remember numbers anymore because That's everything is fair. programmed into you know the cell what? phone. You know what? I'll so. tweet the number more and then we'll get some real weirdos calling and then we'll be like, remember when we didn't get any calls? That was nice. <laughs> we uh, we trust you guys with this number. We trust you guys that you're going to call us and you're only going to share it with other cool people like cool yourself. Cool people. 213-78-SHAME. <laughs> Allison, I feel we would be remiss in closing out this podcast without mentioning, I know that you feel... A hot hamburger. Well, okay. <laughs> That's not what I was referring to, but I, know. Uh, but I see you have your priorities straight. So um, I was mentioning to you earlier that I didn't really grow up with the McDonald's characters. Right. So when I discovered that there was a whole menagerie of them, I was really surprised, to say the least. Because to me... There was the, you know, there's... Ronald McDonald. I didn't even know his name. I almost said Krusty the Clown. <laughs> That's from The Simpsons. The first time I saw Ronald, I thought he was utterly terrifying. Yeah, they're not great. They're not classically lovable in the vein of, like, Mickey Mouse or other classic corporate logos. But they are kind of, like, weird and nostalgic. And I really think they were used probably the most in the 80s because they were trying to like appeal to kids and get them hooked on fast food and morbidly obese so it's like well, that's when they were like really really happening and of course there was the hamburglar who's like weird and round-faced and had like buck teeth and now they've reinvented him as like a hot hipster dad and it is kind of weird like there's a major cognitive disconnect for me anyway and everybody's like why is the new hamburglar so hot and that's all i wanted to talk about and camillo shot me down because he didn't grow up with mcdonald's characters i do agree that the hamburglar model is reasonably attractive he's a ginger right yes which was exciting i don't know he steals hamburgers and he's also a redhead how unusual i just think he has the number one condiment just all over his facial hair ketchup barbecue sauce (laughs) sriracha sauce which would be (laughs) uncomfortable That would be borderline ouchie. Listen, once they start like advertising, because now that now that Abercrombie and Fitch is no longer uh, 
posting semi-nude models outside of their stores. Oh, bummer. Maybe McDonald's can pick up that, you know, that banner and they can put like shirtless hamburglers outside the store trying to lure diners into the restaurants. I just love that message that like you can be a hot ginger dad and also have a life of crime that your children don't know about. I don't know what that's telling people, but I like it. A life of crime that are only 145. How many Americans are there right now? 145 million? 160 uh, million? Like 800 billion, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds more accurate. Got it. <laughs> well, speaking of fast food, what I wanted to discuss briefly yes. was the fact that a woman in Avon Park, Florida used... Where was that? Where's Avon Park? Avon Park is the place where are the most Avon ladies per capita, okay? That's all I know. Got it. Okay. okay. And um, maybe this was an Avon lady, but she was being held hostage by her own boyfriend who was wielding a knife and threatening her. But yeah. somehow she persuaded him to uh, let her order some pizza with an app while he watched. So he let her use the cell phone. She ordered pizza and in the special instructions. She said, help, call 911. Hostage situation. Yeah, this was an intense story, honestly. She was a regular customer, so the pizza place knew her, and they knew she wouldn't joke about shit like this. And wait, newsflash, you can order pizza with an app? Exactly. That's the takeaway. Or do you place the order online? You order the pizza from an app. Amazing, right? Yeah. This modern life. Hey, she got her pizza and she got the boyfriend arrested. That's good. Yeah. All of that is very good. Happy endings for, for them. Happy endings for us. Not that, that kind of happy ending. No. No. Just like a pizza delivery. We are going to slather each other with uh, various condiments and lick them off and see what tastes better. I want to use but... Nutella. <laughs> That's Mine's like, Nutella. Isn't that like the Belgian condiment that gets put on everything? Yeah, it's Nutella like a Belgian? chocolatey spread. It may be Chocolate French. hazelnut, please, Allison. Chocolate hazelnut. I love it. That's all I got. So that's it. Beautiful Pizza Hut memory. Wait, was it Pizza Hut? I feel like I'm mm. shouting out Pizza Hut. Yeah. All right. We've dropped a lot of brands on mm-hmm. this episode. <laughs> yep. Like, um, Pizza Hut. Ew. Um, Publix. Yay. All of our favorite places. <laughs> Everyone. Whether you love Pizza Hut or hate it, have been held hostage in a Pizza Hut or outside of a Pizza Hut, whatever. Thank you for listening. Please tell all your friends about this podcast. Tell them to subscribe, rate, leave us comments on our various social media sites. Does Chipotle have delivery yet? Let's find out. Let's look it up. Okay. Gonna look it up. Gonna sign up the podcast. Gotta look it up. See you all later. See you next week. I harmonized at the end because we were so nice. Same key. It was nice. It was nice. I loved it. Bye. Check out our other episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Stitcher app. Also, please rate and subscribe. It helps people find our show and makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. And let's be friends on social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook. Just look for at Sunshame State. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening.